Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. What Would Sophia Loren Do? is a documentary short film that follows Vincenza Nancy Kulik, an Italian-American mother and grandmother living in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Nancy has seen her share of tragedy. She has always been able to stay positive, inspired in part by another Italian mother, the movie star Sophia Loren. Nancy often uses the question, what would Sophia Loren do, as a guide to questions big and small. For example, would Sophia Loren eat whole wheat pasta? Nancy thinks not. The phrase also provided comfort and a source of strength in times of crisis. We're joined today by the director of this wonderful short documentary film called What Would Sophia Loren Do? And that would be Ross Kaufman. Ross, welcome to Film School Radio. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. I'm a fan of Sophia Loren. I'm a fan of not only her work, but she just seems like a very um, open and honest person. And we see some of that in in this documentary short, some interviews with Dick Cavett and some other people that I was I hadn't seen before. How did you come to, to know Vincenza Kulik? Regina Scully uh, and I, uh, Regina is an executive uh, producer and she's produced many films, The Hunting Ground, um, Off the Record, Invisible War. I mean, she's she's been producing films for the last 10 years. Probably. So she's worked with Kirby Dick and yep, uh, a Kirby lot of and Amy. Yeah, she's yeah. very close to them. And um, I love Kirby and Amy. They're amazing. I love them. They're great. I do, too. Um, they've, they've been on the show a couple of times and they're just great. Yeah. So Regina and I hadn't met Regina, our executive producer, Gerilyn Dreyfus, who's also worked on all these films in Invisible War and, um, you know, is an incredible person. I, I think we were in L.A. I'm not sure it was around the Academy Awards. I think it was either Invisible War or Hunting Ground was up for, um, I think, Best Song. Diane Warren. Anyway, yeah. Gerilyn said, oh, let's go out to dinner. I want to introduce you to Regina. Regina just lost her brother about six months earlier. And I had just come off some pretty intense movies. And um, uh, it was funny, Regina and I were early for dinner. And you know, when you're early and you haven't met somebody and you don't really, you want to wait, you know what I mean? And so I was a little bit, and I had my camera with, I just, I was shooting that day. She comes up to me, hi Ross, how are you? And I said, uh, you know, and she was so sweet and just wonderful. And right off the bat, we got along so well. And we sat down in the lobby and the first thing we both said is, I want to make a movie about joy. I want to make it like we were ready to make a joyful film. And she just said right away, I, you know, my brother just passed away six months ago. It was a tragic accident. I need to, you know, I want to make a film about joy. And I felt the same way. And so right away, and this was five years ago. And so we actually worked on another film together called Still Plays with Trains. It's also up for Academy Consideration this year, a short film, 16 minutes, about her husband and his incredible train set in the bottom of their uh, in, in a 3,000 square foot train set. Anyway, we got to know each other uh, through that film and we really got along well. And that's sort of how this film came about. Regina told me about uh, her mom, who's an amazing character. Yes. And that when she was uh, when she would tell her mom and give her a hard time, mom, you need to eat whole wheat pasta. You need to exercise. Her mom would just say, Regina, what would Sophia Loren do? And <laughs> And it became a, a catchphrase in a way, and and Regina was just just loved it, and right away it just took her uh, took her by surprise, and and she also got it, you know. It's it was a it was a phrase that it was fun and 
sweet, but it also resonated and has, it, it really is a deeper meaning that. Well, we well let's get into that because in the film, uh, in addition to following Vincenza, we also get to see footage of Sophia Loren and we get her backstory, which I was not that familiar with and where she came from and sort of the adversity she ever the adversity that she overcame and because it's easy to look at her and say oh my god this woman must have had the easiest life imaginable because she's unbelievably beautiful and personable and intelligent and all the rest of it so i don't know how far you want to dive into it but she she went through trials and tribulations certainly absolutely and i i knew a little bit i knew the basics and the thing about the film is nancy regina's mother is such a wonderful person right away we, we we clicked as well right away now let's go back we it took us we we've been working on this film on and off for about three years it's oh a 33 minute three but it just sort of naturally percolated and we'd work on you know shoot a few a day here shoot a day there edit and along the way and i was nervous because we didn't even know if we were making a film and we thought oh maybe i'm just shooting footage of her birthday party we didn't might have been home you know home movies so one thing led to another and because regina and i had worked on still plays with trains and we really created a shorthand together really enjoyed working together that's why i sort of she said oh ross i want you to make this i thought all right i'll i would love i'd love to um so over the course of those three years nancy kept on getting sort of deeper and deeper into what she went through. And then when she was showing us the films, she was giving us a tour of how much Sophia had also been through. And so it became from, from this sort of sweet, fun phrase, it really became a phrase that signified resilience and hardship, death, love, and joy. The way that you weave those their two stories together is an impressive it's impressive in the film because while they live in different worlds, they do have an awful lot in common. And I, just by virtue of my own life, um, two of my best friends in high school were first generation Italian, I mean, Italian Americans. So I'd go to their house, have dinner, got the experience, the Italian mother, the father, the whole, the, everything. I could still smell. It's I can still conjure up the smell, so you know, to, to being in a house full, with an Italian mom cooking all the time. So, very, very, it just, for me personally, just sort of touched a nerve in that regard, because those were great memories. And they were just that, that sort of, um, there's a sort of, um, I'll say this, I hope this comes out right. There's sort of a benign bullying to Italian moms. It, it's very loving. A, a bully is probably not the word I'm looking for, but insistence. No, I, on, I, I, I think I, I grew up with a Jewish mom, so I know what you're talking about. And there's something very authoritative about it. There's something lived in about the that when I would be around the, the them, and the, because they had come here, struggled to be in this country, how they got here, the things that they had experienced in the countries that they came from, particularly. So uh, you you had to respect. You just had to hear what they had to say, and and I feel like that's a very much a part of her character. For sure, and plus it's just enjoyable to hear. It. Yeah, I mean, she's a character, and she's. And, and again, sort of, as I said before, right away, we sort of hit it off. And um, my producer, our producer, Robin Honan, who is also, I mean, basically, Nancy has basically adopted Robin and I. She's made it very clear. She's adopted us. And that's the kind of really, and we're all, but it's basically like we're all family now. Yeah. Um, and even my, my editors, I mean, Regina is so wonderful. You know, just, she, my, we, Keiko Deguchi and, 
Hypatia Porter were the editors, Darren White Dreyfus, executive producer, and Jamie Wolf, Robin Honan. Nancy just loves them all, and Regina loves them all. And so it's really just, it's sort of a family now. And that's that goes back to what you're saying. It's like you 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 go to dinner and your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. It's it's it, the dynamic in the Italian families that I'm most familiar with. My two best friends from high school. It's funny. They were Caputo and Puzo. They were their last names. I mean, yeah. come on. They actually their grandmother had actually lost a leg in World War II. She was with them. It is an enveloping kind of experience. Um, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Ross Kaufman. We're talking about the short documentary film. You said 33-minute long documentary film called What Would Sophia Loren Do? What's been the reaction from from um, from the people involved? Has Sophia Loren seen right. the film? She has seen the film and she loves it. Okay. And of course, you know, as a filmmaker, you're nervous as hell. And when anyone watches your film that's in the film no less Sophia Loren and when I interview when I interviewed her I'm not usually you know I'm nervous about interviewing because I just want to get the questions right and I want to but with her I was just nervous period it was the first person I was like just totally nervous around and she was gracious and one I mean she was just she was regal and beautiful and gracious and funny she has a great sense of humor and um uh, what was your question did well, you? no, I, I'm just curious the reaction. What was? Oh, yeah, the reaction. So, so yeah, and but again, it's it's a funny thing with these movies. If you just sort of, you know, not to sound pretentious, but you know, you just follow your nose and you just sort of let the film sort of tell you what it is. And again, we didn't start out making a film. Uh, you know, we started out sort of shooting some footage and you know with this idea of this cute phrase, and it was going to be maybe about something else. As we're finishing it, we started to get feedback from people that they, I mean, people loved it. They went yeah. over them, and I was. It took me by surprise because you're in the middle, you know, you're when you're in the middle of something like that, you don't, I don't think at all about like if people are going to like it or not, I'm just trying to make it. And so we're getting this incredible feedback. It's a film about two, two women, right? But it's, it, I have a really, a, a friend who's a cameraman and I'm not going to say his name. He's a great guy, but he's basically, it could be tough. You know, he's sort of like a, a t- you know, he could be a little tough. And um, I showed him the film and, and he just, wrote me the most effusive we got on the phone and he was touched and it really i i was so happy that you know reaches people in in such a profound way and i had no idea we had no idea you know we just sort of made this little movie the netflix picks it up yeah you know we never imagined that and then they they enter it for academy consideration which is like whoa what what's going on here well, to your to your friend's reaction, I, I totally agree. You know, I, I started watching it, and you know, I watch a lot of movies, and you know, but but there aren't many that you that just affect you like that. That because it's so genuine. I guess the people in the film, and to see Sophia Loren, and to see Vincenza, the way she is able to uh, to be very honest. Her, she, they've been married what 63, 64, 65 years, something like that there's just there's no guile there's nothing here that she's trying to put out that isn't part just a genuine part of herself so it does resonate i can absolutely see that and um congratulations on that from just getting that reaction and following your heart which is my i say this all the time about documentary filmmakers and how your instincts uh trust your instincts apparently you do and so many other great documentary filmmakers do and i don't trust my instincts but other people do so <laughs> Well, I well, I haven't even mentioned, and I think I I think it bears mentioning that uh, you uh, your previous work, including Born into Brothels, Academy Award 
winning uh, documentary film. Congratulations on that. And looking through your film resume, and you mentioned working with Kirby Dick and um, his films. From what I see, you are a you work all the time. You seem to be sort of a prolific in terms of filming, either as a cinematographer or director or whatever it is. You seem to be working a lot. Well, all of all of all of us documentary filmmakers have to work a lot. <laughs> there's no know. there's no Avenger movie, and, and then you take uh, four years off, not and then an exaggeration at all. <laughs> you know what? I, I the one last question, and I don't want to put anyone on the spot here, but it feels like there might be a Sophia Loren documentary to be made here. All right. That's a very good question or a very good statement. You know, I, I mean, I spoke to Eduardo, her son, about that. So we also got to be pretty close. And I said, you know, the obvious thing is to make a full documentary about Sophia. And I don't want to speak for Eduardo, but he said something like, my mom doesn't want that. You know, she doesn't, that's not what she wants. You know, she's, she's not, that kind of person who needs a documentary done or wants a documentary done about her, you know, and you have to respect that. that was, I'm you know, disappointed, you know, oh my God, it'd be great. But then this was sort of the perfect way to understand a bit about Sophia and understand her journey yeah. and understand the, the trials and tribulations that she, she's had to uh, overcome, you know, just her beauty and her essence uh, in a very short amount of time. I think you, you get some of that. And it's through Nancy. And what better way to bring these, uh, Sophia to people through this wonderful person who not is not sycophantic. She admires Sophia for who she is. You know? right. It was a great way to tell Sophia's story. But Nancy's story is, is just as important. Obviously, that's not really the right word. I think we come to see that we're all the same. And we all go through life. We all go through loss, grief, pain. Nancy's son died uh, in a tragic accident or other right. side of cancer. And right. she shared so much with us, but we come to sort of understand just a little bit more about ourselves, I think. I, oh. I couldn't agree more. And perhaps the, this film may open a door in terms of if Sophia if, would. It was fun to see those scenes of her shooting a life ahead is that is that the, the yeah uh, seeing those right. yeah. and seeing I, that, was, that was fun to be there yeah it really was yeah. yeah that was great and it was only a couple of days but oh, what a wonderful experience yeah no she's incredible and uh, i you know i feel again this whole thing is a surprise so i just feel very grateful right now especially you know making a film like this a joyful film but also with depth and uh during COVID, you know yeah. um, this has kept us going for the last you know four or five months just working on this and and you know what better thing to do than work on a joyful film during all yeah. this absolutely we need more joy in our lives for a lot of reasons uh just the humanity of it and that's that definitely comes across in this film well, it's humanity you. it is we are as different as we can be we also share an awful lot one of the people we haven't talked about is Regina. Tell, tell us a little bit about uh, working with her on this project, her daughter. Uh, but yeah, so Regina has produced many films. Um, I don't know exactly how much creative input she's had with these films, but she has been a force of nature in the documentary community. And we worked on this film, Still Plays with the Trains. It's also up for Academy Consideration. She asked me to make, again, another little film about her husband and his incredible train set uh, that he has. And and one thing led to another, and we end up making a 16-minute film that, again, I really, I think, touches a lot of people. But during that process, Regina and I got to um, collaborate creatively. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that was going to happen. And, you know, when you start working with somebody and you're just not sure. And she would come up with ideas that I didn't know if they're good or bad. I didn't know. But, you know, but you you have to, as a director, you have to try them. And nine times out of 10, they were great ideas, you know. And so there was a, it became a shorthand. And that's sort of what led into making what would Sophia Loren do? Because we had a shorthand and, you know, people say, oh, you're you're a man making a film about two women. But it was really great because Regina and I just had a, we we had the relationship already, and it was a very natural way in. She's she's just a, a wonderful person, and um, you know she's a really wonderful filmmaker. She and she is an amazing resume of producing documentary films. By the way, one of my favorite documentaries from this last year was Driving While Black. I, I haven't heard anyone talk about it. It ended up on a, a PBS kind of run, but. That is maybe my favorite documentary from from last year. She, I mean, she's she's really um, helped so many filmmakers. Oh. Her 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 company is called Artemis Rising Foundation, and and she's been doing this for ten years. And just about every filmmaker in the business will tell you how wonderful she is and how how you know how how great she's been for all of us. I mean, in addition to the work she did on this, but just from this year, okay. Well, always in season from last year, Fantastic Fungi, The Kingmaker, Oliver Sacks in his own life, his own life, pardon me, Kiss the Ground. I just interviewed the director of that on the record, Kirby Dick, as I said, feels good, man. One of my favorite documentaries of the film of the year, Gunda, Driving Wild Black, Us Kids, Crime on the Bayou. These are all, I mean, these truffle hunters, these are amazing films. So she's one of those people. Oh, no, I mean, she, I, I was... Uh, let's do this again with Regina and um, my producer, our producer, Robin Honan, also an integral part of this. And, um, you know, if there's, you know, if there is one thing I'm, I'm, I'm decent at is getting just um, trying to get wonderful people yeah. to work with and, and great. Congratulations yeah, on what would Sophia Loren do? We've been talking with the director of the film and that would be Ross Kaufman. Ross, thank you so very much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great day.